GNA Welcome to the last night of the One Night of Mystery campaign. We join our memoryless heroes as they descend into the pit to find Shinshira, advanced by Gorhorn's men and followed by Gorhorn himself. The group, after regaining some memories, have quested into the cages under the arena to find Shinshira and hopefully escape the prison realm of Ornmanthor. Will the heroes escape or will they forever be entombed with Shinshira? As you set down, as, as you put this this relic right next to the grate, the grate almost does a small shimmer, and then there's a slight vibration to it, and you can see that the the iron on the gates almost feel almost looks like it's uh, like like a rust is falling oh, away, and the gate slides yeah. open. I go put on the stone. Ah, okay. Go ahead. Realized what she said. Uh, her, she? her word. Remember the cultist said what 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 Shiva says. Yeah, I wrote it down. Uh huh. She will release us. What did I just do? Release us. <laughs> <laughs> I, I probably don't know that. So you uh, you open up the you know, the gate. You know, just sits there and it, it vibrates and then fly, you know slides right open. Um, at, at, at this, you see Garhorn visibly like he's 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 visibly showing excitement. And you just see him stand up and he stops his hooves and he makes you know just. So hard that again, you just feel the entire almost feels like the entire world is shaking around you. And you hear him yell, Boys, get up! We got a job to do! And all of a sudden, you see all of his, uh, you know, the, the, the five men and, or the four men and the large, larger men just kind of stamp to him. Oh, oh, okay. Um, and uh, as they do it, they start, you see one after another, they just start jumping down the hole. What are you guys doing? Well, Follow his lead personally. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll let the uh, the real. That'll be you, sir. <laughs> no, I was gonna say let the let the real uh, bullet sponges go ahead and follow him. We'll jump on. We'll uh, follow in after him. I was about to say, you know, I'm kind of willing to stay towards the middle rank of yep. our <laughs> personal formation. Yeah, okay, that's where I'll be at for now. One. <laughs> All right, so Gorhard looks at you. What are you waiting for? Get down there! You're coming too, right? I'll be there. Don't you worry. Alright, let's go. Like, as I jump in, I was like, can he fit in these crates? Sure he will. You just take this section and next to ribeye, and this section and this is the rump roast. Alright, so as you guys fall down into the lower pits, uh, shafts of light from the torchlight room above shine through the small grates in the gore-stained cavern. Bones and refuse collect in the corners, and there is a stale smell of urine that permeates throughout. Dark tunnel leads off to the south.
only uh only see. Uh yeah, so as you uh, as you drop down in there, uh, let's see what Everybody give me a perception. I, I feel like ten. I shouldn't have rolled this because I think it's gonna be a waste of my only dead roll for the night. Totally. Hey, Alright, so ambush round. And you the only person who gets to roll the twenty other than Oh, you rolled twenty? Okay, so you get to roll you get to It's roll a stupid that I rolled the twenty because I can't do anything. I'm a healer. That just rolled a nat twenty. Boil this down. Alright, so still do other things. Everybody roll initiative now? Yes. Get that out of the way. Thirteen. Seven. Thirteen as well. Sixteen. Okay, so you two got thirteen, what'd you get? I'll need a seven. Uh, both of you 13, so roll again. 10. 14. Richard, you'll roll one more time for me. What'd you get? 3. Alright, let's make the picture here of what we got. It's a it's a fairly square room. Actually, kind of what we got going on here, so we're just going to make this a wall. Alright. Um, there's three grates that drop down from the center. We're just kind of stacking people next to one another as they dropped. And from there... There are seven cultists. Seven. Um, there are seven cultists that have surprised you all. Uh, the cultists actually get to move first. Where's uh, Gorehorn's guys? They already got mixed that fast. Uh, no, Gorehorn's guys are going to be there in a second. Uh, Thank you for calling. I was under the impression that we were letting them go in front of us. Yeah, they they, they, they did. There's an actual exit right here, and they've uh, already gone through that exit. <laughs> uh, you know, the, the good old. Let the first group go through ambush the second group tactic. Because uh, they're pretty clever. Because the first group is usually there to find the ambush. At least that's what it is in the military. The first group goes in, you know, they're just scouts. Mm-hmm. Then the main body comes in and you just whacks them. That's getting bolt. Okay. Cultist runs forward. Uh, and all of them are brandishing big spiked clubs. Oh, joy. So. The first one runs forward, and of course sees the first person right in front of him, and that is Giovanna. Swings and just uh, she she's literally he runs forward screaming in a charge, swings and she just kind of does a whoo and just whizzes right by her, and she almost it almost she moves almost as if it was just a fluid movement as if she even expected it to happen. Um, the next one runs forward and attacks. God. And what's your AC at? Right now, 12. Okay. Um, Is it a hit before you roll the damage? It is a hit. I cast shield as a reaction, increasing it to 17. Okay. Which can retroactively negate. Uh, Still hits. (laughs) (laughs) Because in case you want to know the numbers, it actually rolled out to be a 21. Well, it's, that, it's, no, it's all good. No, 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 no. You're, you're, you know, yes, so. you did it right. So he, he sits there and he comes in. He goes for a swing. You pull shield, and it just it busts straight through that shield and just gives you a good solid hit right across the top portion of your chest there. And it does four damage to you. Yeah. All right. Next one lunges forward and takes a shot at Gavin. <laughs> Okay. Um, All right, so... So I can attack the bone. 
runs up to runs up to Gavin, and as he runs up, like literally trips over his own feet and just barely catches himself as he swings and just completely whiffs right past him. And Gavin laughs. Uh, um, next one runs up off to I believe that is Mike. Take a swipe. Ooh. Um, you're not wearing any armor, correct? Correct. Okay. Um, takes a swipe at you. That's exactly where he is. So your AC is a 16. Um, makes a solid hit to you. Uh, takes uh, three hit points from you. So basically runs up and probably just laughing at his friend for completely tripping up and almost killing himself. Just bashes you and gives you just a, a, a fairly solid swipe right in the side, you know, right right around your, you know, the meaty area of your, right above your hip. And just digs in a little bit and pulls out. It's enough to make you feel it and kind of wince a little bit, but nothing nothing that's going to stop you dead in your tracks. Next guy runs up, of course, engages the next one there, who is... Me, uh, true. Oops, completely missed. What's your AC on? 17. Uh, and hits you. Ooh, and does uh, okay, so runs up as it's going to take a take a swipe at you. You kind of do a push off with your with your shield, and he comes down and gives a good crack right to you, right through your shield, and you kind of get that hit right in the shoulder. Um, takes four hit points from you. You know enough to kind of knock you, but not not enough to really do any major damage. Um, these two are going to run up. We're just going to make them do their attack, and it's on. That's me. Now, <laughs> do you know what Tracy's at? Twenty. Twenty. Okay. Um, both of them come up, and you know they're, they're, they look at you and they see that you know you're you're you look pretty pretty burly. They both come up and they swipe and hitch at you. One gives a glancing blow, but nothing that actually does any effect to you. You just kind of shrug it off. The other one just whiffs right by you, like just full on whiffs right by you. All right, next person up is Giovanna. She takes a swipe at the cultist directly in front of her. Um, completely misses with her staff. You know, goes to do a quick hit and just he just parries it right off of me. Um, next person up is Gavin. Also takes a swipe with his dagger and just misses right off the bat. Richard, you are up. Oh, uh, wait a minute. No, hold on. I messed that up. We went back to the... No, you were supposed to go. Sorry, skip those two that I just went. Because you were the only one that... No, was both of us. Yeah. Okay, so I sorry. Then Richard would go. Richard would go next. So um, Scott would go after that. I will cast Shield of Faith onto my tiny friend. Okay. And as a bonus action, uh, cast Spiritual Weapon. Oh, what is Shield of Faith? Hey. Bonus AC. I think it's plus two to AC. So 10 oh, plus two to your AC. Yeah. Now, Spiritual Weapon, as I understand, is just a... Bonus action. Kind of spectral floating weapon that can also attack. And attack the creature within five feet of the weapon, so the one right in front of me for anything, I will. It's a mace. So it still has to roll it. 17. Okay, and that's a solid hit. So what damage does it do? Uh, 1d8 plus my spellcasting modifier. Which I don't know that. Three. Great. Okay. That's why I asked earlier. Seven. Points of damage. Seven points of damage? Okay. It lasts one minute. I was just thinking that by now you would have marked it in because what I figured. How much damage? Seven. Stats, I was seven. filling that out. <laughs> yeah, it's plus three. I was just wondering what was that. No, no. Okay. So basically, what happens is you you know you pray slightly over towards Krog and you know he 
kind of gets a little tingly hair around and it feels, you know, maybe a little bit better now, a little bit quicker. <laughs> um, and on the second second breath, a, a, a spectral mace just comes right, you know, just materializes right next to you and just slaps right into this cultist. And it hits him square on the chest. And it's enough to knock the wind right out of him. Like, you, you visibly see that he took the hit and he is, like, um, Did you spawn up behind him? It wasn't was five feet. It, I can move it in my next turn if I need to. Yeah, it's basically it's a, it's a spectral weapon, basically, that just floats there and just attacks on its own. Yeah. Um, God, you are up. Alright. Uh, I'm going to five foot shift back. What about you? Six. Right here. And catch Eldritch Blast. Um, it has... As you level up, it gets multiple rays and fire them at different opponents. Your second ring like five. Don't have that. So okay, just making sure whether or not. Now, quick question: With a five foot shift back, don't you suffer a section? No, it doesn't provoke that. Okay, disengage. Okay, just check it. Fifteen total. To hit total, and you hit. And as far as damage, it's a D ten, but. They have an invocation uh, out if she has it or not. Does uh, it would increase it by an amount equal to recruit. Um, you said those were picked already, so uh, I don't believe that she has that addition of a charisma modifier on this one. Uh-huh. We're gonna say no on this okay. one just for this roll, okay. just because I, from reading here, her charisma modifier does affect something else that she does. But I don't well, no, that. it's it's an ability that is. So remember, I was talking about the eldritch invocations. Mm-hmm. There's one amongst those that can if you pick. That's the only reason. Seven. Seven? Mm-hmm. Uh, so that is going to be... Okay, so you you literally just you step back and then just like, right, I do get this dude right in the friggin' face. Um, and it nails him pretty hard. Like, to the point you see, like, right across the side of his head, it's just scorched flesh right across the side of his head. Um, okay, reverse order now. Now we're going to go back to what... Gar and Julia did, which was a complete mess, because that's what they did. Um, then it goes back to the cultists. And the cultists were just going straight down the order again. We're going to attack number three there, Juliana. And, and that is a hit. And it actually does some a solid blow to her. So you see the, the cultists just take, another, take a swing. And just hit her like right in the top part of the thigh, right there, as he just boom smacks right into her because she swings, misses at him, and he just takes that time to bam right into her. Uh, next one is who's attacking next? So that's attacking you. So he's going to move up five feet. Uh, let's see what he's got here. Uh, no, you know what? He's just going to attack her as well. And that's a hit. Damn it, so it looked like I just <laughs> and, <laughs> and takes another one and, and literally like she gets hit one side here and then BAM just another spike club just hits her right in the top of the shoulder. And you see her like literally like take a, a half step back from the hit, you know, and you could you can see that she's visibly taken damage. Like she she's 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 hurt. Um, next one up is going to be here attacking. Jesus Christ, these poor guys. <laughs> oh, at least that's not bad. Okay, <laughs> so he takes he takes a little bit of a shot. Um, not much. It's really more of like just a, a a graze that came across. Just you know, gave him 
gave him a bit of a hit, but not not anything that's affecting him. Uh, the next one is attacking Krog. And what's your AC at? 16. 16 currently, but well, no, 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 plus 2? 18. 18. 18. Okay, so you take the hit. And take five points of damage. So this guy swiped in, and again, because you're such a tall dude, like he just swipes in and he hits you like right what in that is lower, that? that upper thigh hip area. So he hits you like right in that upper thigh hip area. Is anybody negative ten yet? Nobody's taking. Okay, good. Nobody's taking ten. Um, That's a scary number to ask. <laughs> I'll fix that in a second. Don't worry. Next one is attacking Richard. What's your AC at? 17. Okay. Uh, swing and miss. Whoops right past you. In fact, it's 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 almost like he tripped again. Like, he, he was still trying to recover from that complete screw-up that he did. Whiffed right past and just, like, did, didn't even come close to hitting you. Almost comical. And then we're just going to do the next two here off of you. Okay. So, as, he, as, as the one comes up, he takes a swing, and you kind of do one of these to dodge back from it. But as you do, the other one just comes in and slams you, like, solid right in the leg. And does two hit points damage to you. Alrighty, next in line. Richard, you're up. What are you doing? I cure wounds him. Um, are you close side. enough to touch? Yeah, we're, we're at a two-side side. Okay, okay, okay. I just saw a dice in between us. Well, oh, this is my spectral weapon. Gotcha. Track it. Uh, that's what, 1d8 plus modifier? Five. That's a D. That's right. Here's an eight. Six. And then my spectrum was on attack the guy in front of me again. Okay. How long does that blade last for? One minute. How long did it round for? 30 seconds? No. Six seconds. Okay, good. Twelve. Twelve. You got any modifier to that, or is it straight twelve? Straight twelve. It doesn't say plus your... Not for... Spell. What was it again? I thought it was plus... Spiritual... Usually that uses either your proficiency bonus or spell attack bonus. Spiritual weapon, let's see here. As a bonus action turn, you can move and repeat the attack. Against attack is one on a hit, it just says. Alright, well, either way, you hit. Melee spell attack, so it's the same as your spell attack. Is that 1d10? Yeah. For future reference, whatever your spell attack is, because it's a melee spell attack. Okay, so I don't know what that is. Your spell attack is equal to your proficiency bonus plus your Which he has wisdom. Told me. So your spell attack is plus five. Okay. So nine. So you do nine damage to it? Yep. Okay. Um, you're literally your your spectral mace is beating the crap out of it. Oh, like it's it's to the point that it is it is bloody. It is visibly bloody and weak in front of you. Um, this guy's the wind is knocked out of here, still, right? Yeah, it's attacking him. Yeah, the, the wind is knocked out of him. He's, these two are attacking He's hurt. Yeah. All right, Hal, you're up. You got two people engaged with you, plus a third one to your left. Um, how do the bonus, bonus moves work? Actions, you have to have You have to have something that actually can be used as a bonus action. But the way it works is every round you have an action, a move action, and a bonus action that you can use if you have something to do. Okay. I was wondering if that hellish rebuke. Hellish rebuke is a that's reaction. The reaction getting that's hit. if you get hit, you can hellish rebuke back. Oh, yes. so I could have been doing that. If you got hit. So you can use that once per day. Once per day. Okay. Alright. Um, 
<laughs> well, he's doing so well against that guy. I'm going to go on the edge, and then hopefully we can kind of... Smack that guy all the way at the end? Yeah. All okay. Right. Go ahead and roll. Three. But you do not. <laughs> all right. Uh, God, you are up next, sir. All right. So the one I had uh, scorched his face... Yep. Uh, he's within 10 feet. Okay. I'm going to cast Poison Spray. He can make a Fortitude save, I believe it is, for half. Go ahead and check the double check on it. Uh, it's a d12 thing. Which uh, is not going to be a lot in this case. Well, Fortitude save is what plus? So, for me, my spell save this is uh, 14. Poison Spray. So I'd have to roll a 14 or higher? Maybe it's Spray poison? I'm pretty sure it's poison spray, though. Poison spray. Here it is. Right there. It's so small. I didn't see it. What was that size? said. Yep. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Durations. What did it say? The creature must succeed on a fortitude save or take the... Okay, so if they succeed, they, they take nine, I guess, apparently. Yep. Okay, well, what would the success be? It would be a DC 14. Okay, well, you hit. Okay, so it's uh, two damage. I, I rolled like shit. <laughs> okay. Ah, my eyes. Clipper spray. <laughs> kind of, basically. Okay. Um, Mike, you're up. Oh, I'm sorry. I was about to say, if, if it's, they're still not down, I'm going to try to shift back up. Okay. And. Jelana? Jelana. Jelana, you should pull back. <laughs> and she just looks over and says, I never pull out. <laughs> I'd be like, I know, it's real weird. <laughs> so, uh, Mike, you're up. Brandishing the trident, I'm just gonna attack the one right in front of me. Okay. Uh, with a 7 plus modifier trident. Uh, hang on a second, I'll tell you that. Uh, uh, 7 plus 6. So you're 13. 13. You hit. That's a 1d6. Alright. Um, did you get... You got your Kai points over there. Yeah. So do you want to read that before you do anything? Just because you're... I, I did. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to do before you roll your damage? No. Okay. Uh, four damage. So four, four, eight. No, okay. that's, that's going to be followed by an unarmed strike. Okay. With a... Uh, 17 plus 6. Okay, so... so 23. You, you hit, so that's a 1d4. Uh, fell off. 3. Three so plus 4, that's 7 more. Alright, um... So, literally, you you take, you thrust your trident into this thing, and you, like, you get it right in the meaty part of the gut, and you dig in hard. It goes right past that meaty leather, or sorry, right past that leather armor, and you feel it as it enters this being's stomach. And as you pull out, you whip right around in one fell swoop, and you slam your elbow into the side of this thing's head. You rock this thing's world. Like, it, it is... It doesn't know what the hell just happened. It just knows that it is now hurting. Well, that's gonna end my turn. <laughs> We're gonna go back up to, uh... to, uh... Gavin. Gavin is going to again attack the Gavin's going to probably suck at life. Oh, dear lord, actually it worked. Okay, so Gavin actually hits him. That's a surprise. 
Uh, where's my D8? Nice. Alright, so, Gavin, you know, of course having his dagger in hand like he always did, you would think Gavin maybe would have another weapon on him that use other than a dagger, but no, he doesn't remember Dick, so he's just sitting there stabbing people with a pig sticker. So, he just goes in there and you see you know, the cultist kind of swipe around like that, and Gavin just kind of dodges underneath and gives a solid stab right into here, right into the right on that third floating rib, or first floating rib. Stabs right in, gives a twist, and yanks right out. You see the cultist just kind of wince back in pain as if, you know, it definitely made it through that leather armor and has given him something to think about. Um, what's next? Completely misses and lifts. She is not having a good um and then we're moving on to the cultists. First cultist, of course, attacking her. Swing and a miss. Next one attacking God. Swing and a miss. Wow. Miss yeah. a 12? Yeah. <laughs> Missed a 12. Rolled a 7. Next one, where are we at here? Next one is attacking Gavin. Where is Gavin? Yeah, so this one hits Gavin. Just two points damage to Gavin. So this one just swings its club, and again, not a really solid blow, but a grazing blow. But it's it's enough that it actually did did some damage to Gavin. Uh, the next one going across is attacking Mike. Ooh, Witcher AC. eighteen. All right, it hits you. It does two points of damage. So again, this thing is just trying to cut down a tree right now. He's just little strikes, hoping that it's going to make make some difference here eventually. Um, next one's attacking Richard. Tracy? 17. It's five points of damage to you. Uh, what's the concentration save? Yeah, because that's based off of the damage. So it's five points. It's usually like one ten though. So I roll 15. Yep, 18, so. Shield's still on. Alright, because I was concentrating the shield there, so I might not get hit, I gotta make a rock out. Concentration save. Good call, good call. Thank you for keeping on that. All right, and the next two are attacking Hal over here. Never, oh. not uh, So they both just like woof, woof, trying to whip past you. You're just you dodge, you block one off with your shield, and the other one just comes in. And just you're you're literally like come get some because <laughs> they just they're whipping right past you. All right, Richard, you're up next. I'm going to cast Cure Wounds on myself. Good try. I am. Uh, How much damage do you have? Nine. Okay. I'm going to up level the spell. Okay. So I get to cast another d8 with it. Yep. So it's a three, it's six. Yeah, because he has four health. Well, he's already provoked. Didn't he already. No. Because. I don't remember. I, I, I don't, I don't actually know what 5 or 2.0. That overhealed, uh, by the way. But, um, overhealed? Overhealed. Ah, <laughs> oh, it's alright. Could do a uh, provoke attack opportunity. Uh, and then the weapon's going to Alright, well, we'll say it did. It doesn't hit, though. Mm. Weapon's going to attack the dude. Does not hit. That's 11. Alright, so next person up is Hal. He sees 10. Okay, no, I lied to you earlier. My concentration check DC is 10. Or half the damage you take, whichever is higher. That's right. So you still hold an 18. I still fine, so. Yeah. All right. I'm going to take a swing on that dude on the end. All right. Nope. <laughs> All right. Uh, roll that again. 
Okay. No, 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 no. That's good. It's good. It's good. You're fine. So you take it with Adam, and uh, as, as you go through, he does a slam with that club, with the butt of that club right down on your hand, and it literally makes you drop, but you catch yourself and come back up in a, in a defensive position. Why couldn't you have come out the first time? <laughs> <laughs> I actually don't think I've ever seen a, a one and then a twenty-one right behind me. I don't think I've ever seen that in my life. Oh, God, you are up next. He's chucky. That wasn't your time. Oh, here it is. Well, I'm going to go with the Eldritch Boots. He's sacred. I'm trying to rely on them. Failing fort save. 15 total. Yeah, that's a hit. I guess that's the same one that I'm assuming you were attacking before. Yeah, trying to at least dwindle the number down a little bit. Five. Uh, is it just straight five, or is it five plus? Five, unless she has that invocation okay. thing I mentioned. Alright. You, like, you, again, leap right back. Bam! Reach out. Launch Eldritch blasts at it. And it hits this guy square in the chest. And, I mean, it hits hard. And you see the crackling of the leather armor, and the blackness of where it just struck. And it's just like, devastated this person in the chest. And you see him literally, his eyes widen up, and he dropped down, like, literally, his knees got weak from that hit. From that hit. Mike, you are up. Alright, so I'm gonna again attack the guy in front of me with the trident. Plus, yeah, you hit him. That was a d6. I'll up for you right A d6. That's a 6. Plus 4. Okay. So, you literally take your trident, and you jab it straight through this guy, and you put it right through his chest. Like, it comes out of the other side, and you thrust back, and as you pull back, it you, you see the life exit this being's face, and it just crickles down into a pile of, of, of massive gore, just bleeding out and leaking all over the place. Alright. So then for my... An arm strike. Uh, which one is Richard? Uh, the red one. So I'm going to attack this one with okay. an arm strike. Hit it. Uh, it does not hit with. No. Or no, wait. 7 plus 9. Does not hit. That's going to hit. Okay. Reverting right back to the top. Uh, Gavin is taking a hit. And Gavin, I think, actually hits. Gavin does hit. Make it a mess. Yes, you are. Um, so Gavin takes his sword and he, or sorry, his dagger, and he just he sticks right in. Doesn't really get a good hit at it, but gives a nice slice right across the side. And yeah, the cultist kind of just wounds his back a little bit from the cut. Uh, Julie runs. Actually, she hits too, surprisingly enough. Juliana or Juliana, whatever the hell her name is, she's got a long sword. And she takes a, a swipe and hits the hits this cultist right in the top shoulder here. Gives a good good hit in. Doesn't quite break the armor, but definitely gets a solid blow that the, the cultist winces from. Um, the cultists are next. So the first one attacking her. No one hits. Jesus Christ, that poor girl. Told her to back up. Jesus Christ, that poor girl. Yeah, she's just getting the crap kicked out of her. I'm trying to get disengaged so I can go 
over there, but... It disengages them. Yeah, but I thought he could I'm kind of surprised that uh, old brother boy there doesn't take the chance to just step over yeah, while, <laughs> while I'm not in the way. You you would think so. <laughs> this is your girlfriend. Alright, um... So she she takes like she she takes a solid square hit with a spike club right in her chest, um, and she is so you can you can actually see like the leather armor is starting to peel back where this hit like struck like it is it is actually split part of her leather armor open and is expo- it's exposing raw flesh right there and you can see where she's starting to bleed from this wound. Uh, the next one that's right. Ron, stop whatever you are doing and heal her. <laughs> uh, with the last turn, but I, I missed. <laughs> so, uh, the next one over actually uh, does the same thing, attacks her since he's right mm-hmm. next to her. Oh, thankfully misses. Surprising. <laughs> How do you they just fight the shit? Hearing word. Well, I was trying to kill him. Because he's about dead. Um, the next one over is attacking Gavin. Misses. Next, uh, the next one over is attacking Richard. Oh, what's your racing? 17. Hit you. Just five damage to you, man. I just healed five damage. Well, guess what? He freaking smacked you. So he sits there and he runs over. And, or is he sitting right there? And he takes his, his, his club and he almost does it like a golf swing and just right into your leg. Just boop, right in. Gives a good, nice boop, pop. Gives you a little jump. Uh, next one over. So we got two more. We're just gonna do both of these quick. Oh, so one actually hits you. Would you like to react in any way, shape, or form? Yes, the one that hits me, I'm gonna hit with uh, Hell's Okay, so you take four damage from that. And go ahead. What's uh? What's the? So it has to make a dexterity save. Okay. Um, DC of what? Or is that what you roll? So I'm going to roll uh, 2d10 on a failed save, half as much on a successful save. All right, so I'm just doing a... Let me see, let me see that if I can. Yeah, boot. absolutely. Once he saves There's no save. Okay. Once he saves save, 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 save for how? No. Not on Hellish Rebuke. That's, I mean, it that's just works. Right now. <laughs> that's what it says. It says... The creature must take a dexterity saving throw. It would be the spell boost. I mean, that's what I found on the internet. If you mm. look it up in there, then... Well, the DC, though, would still be based off of your um, stuff. Uh, your spell DC, I'm assuming? Yeah. Okay. Are these spells... Yeah, DC? you had... So which which I don't have. No, no, you, for you. I have. Your Here spell you DC is 13. Okay. So it was 2d10, it said? Yeah. Okay, so roll two ten, do 2d10. 13. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, literally, this, you know, one of them whiffs right by you, the other one gets a, a solid hit in, you know, that you feel it, and you immediately just concentrate and envelop this thing in flames, and it, like, just reels back, just just completely on fire, and just, just reels back, and you can hear it screaming in pain. Which one? Uh, the one on the farthest end. Okay. All right, next person up, God, you're... Oh, no, that was a cultist. That was the last cultist. Mm-hmm. So, Richard, you're up. I want to use my stuff first to try to clear my way. Hold on, sorry. Yep, it would help if you try to roll something before damage. 
Is that plus anything? Three. So nine plus three equals twelve. Yeah. You hit. Four. Four. And Okay. Your your weapon that has just been completely bludgeoning this thing has now bludgeoned this thing to death. Like its <laughs> its head looks like Glenn after Lucille just bashed it in. Okay. That, that's this poor that's this poor being that is now in front of you, that is no longer in front of you. No it's been knocked back and it's now just literally after this last hit, you just see it fall straight back as it just falls to the stone floor. So I'm gonna shift back and power word of healing. Okay. Or healing words. Sorry. I forgot what that is. 1D. 1D4 plus your wisdom modifier. Which word do you Yeah, what do you say? Um, I'm gonna power that up. Or can I power that one up? Well, you, you, have, you mean you use level. a second? Yes, yeah. you can. And it just adds an extra D4. D4. Okay. Heal! That was pretty lame there, guy. You, know, you could have... Be know, healed. Be healed. Yeah, like, well, it's just one word. I heal you, or... It's just uh, word. It's words. It's words. I heal you. So the first one was a... You'd be like, you know, rub one out. I don't know. <laughs> Fours. Four? So two... So four. Plus plus shall not fall. Plus the modifier, right? So... Three, yeah. so ten total. Okay. Unless he has to in there. Which I don't know. Does not. Alright, good. Um, so, yep. as you as as you see these words, your holy symbol like glows, and again, that same glow surrounds um, Giovanna, and she just like, you can you can visibly see the, the wound in her chest just start to close in on itself and the bleeding stop. Alright, uh, Hal, you are up. Alright. You got one dude, you got one toasty critter in front of you and one, <laughs> one not. But I'm pretty sure that he's gonna be hard to ignite on fire since he just urinated after seeing his friend ignite. I'm actually going to try to command him. Okay. And I'm going to command him to drop. Okay. I believe I've got to do a DC save for him. So, yeah. Wisdom? Is it Will? What's Will? Wisdom. Yeah. Wisdom. 13. That would be. Plus religion so. doesn't doesn't matter completely. Does not so usually like he's literally standing in front of you. And what do you say? I say drop. Okay. Um, anything else, or are you just saying drop? Drop your weapon. Okay, that's good enough. So he literally looks at you, and you see his eyes kind of come like pupils wide. And just he lets go, and he drops his weapon to the ground, and he kind of looks around like what? All right. Anything else? Um. How uh, how much longer is that sword hanging around, Fran? Well, it's a minute, and we're what like twenty four seconds. Like third round past that, so you probably yeah, total of ten rounds per. Yeah. So you got some more rounds. Ish. Um, I never figured out my speed. Uh, your speed is thirty. I believe. Would you like to try to use your speed and move out? No, I'm gonna stay there. Okay. Uh, God, you are up. Hadouken. How many times can you freaking use that? Elders, it's a candy trip. My God, so I can just keep using it. So well, I don't. Are, I have no damaging spells. So, for so you're literally riding right now. You are literally just riding these people. Yeah. Like you are just like I'm going to torture you. Seventeen. Seventeen. All that hits without anything else. I know that hits. All right, roll your uh, roll your damage there, Ryu. Eight. Okay, so. Um, you have either become William Tell, or you're just really getting good at this. One of the two. But you launch back, and you, you thrust your fingers forward and launch this Elder's Blast. 
and it hits this cultist square in the chest, right in the same spot you hit before. But instead of scorching the armor out, it literally blasts straight through and leaves a hole about the size of your fist. And as as it goes through, the cultist has <laughs> has this brief moment of where he's down and realizes what's just happened to him before dropping to his knees and then just falling flat right in front. All right, next up, Mike. So this is the one that dropped their weapon, right? Uh, no, no, no. 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 This, this one, one's so on fire. this one's on fire. This one dropped his weapon. Okay, so I'm just gonna attack this one with the trident. Okay. Five. Uh, it's plus six, which will not hit. Followed up by the unarmed strike. Okay. At nine plus plus six, seven. which is a hit. That is a one d four. Four. Three plus four, so seven. And that is this one right here attacking Gavin. So seven. All right. You. So you thrust with your trident at him, and he kind of. Like goes like this as the trident goes right by, and as it, in the same motion as you thrust like this, you come right around and you you bring your fist right down on this poor sad being's jaw, uh, and you hit him so hard that as as his face goes this way and you see the whole deformation of his jaw, a tooth just flies right out. And hits the hits the stone pavement, and he just drops down like this, spitting blood out of his mouth before he turns back to look at you. So at this point, um, we outnumber them. Just, you're all going to die if you don't stop. <laughs> um, and you you see that one that just spit that blood out, and he goes for Shinshan, just just bellowing at you. Uh, all right, top of the order. So Gavin's going to take a hit right at that same guy that you just wrecked face on. And wrecks his world. Fine. Okay. So you see Gavin, like, you know, you come across, bash this thing, and, and he's, Gavin sees that exchange between the two of you. And as he sits there, and, you know, the cultist just reels up trying to make him look big. Gavin just pff, right through, right into his heart. And you just see him just like his face, the cultist's face, just drop in almost this sheer just terror as he just falls right back. And, Gav- you know, and Gavin's dagger goes right with him. Like, he just falls back on the ground. Uh, in the same motion, Gavin turns to pick up his next dagger and moves over this... Actually, no, sorry. Over this way to engage over here. Power boners. <laughs> Power boners. Um, so, get rid of that guy there. Who did you kill? Alrighty. So, Jula, the girl, actually hits, surprisingly. I healed her with some healing words. Well, guess what? She is uh, she is all horny now over it. So, so she swipes her longsword and does one hit damage. Oh. <laughs> so, literally just, uh, you, you see her, her swing and just kind of like graze this cultist's cheek. Just enough to get a little small cut right across the face. Really just enough to tick him off. Next up are the cultists. So the cultist, of course, is going to attack her. And hits. And hits hard. Obviously pissed. So as that swipe comes across, he just comes right back with that, that club and bashes her right, right square <coughs> in the same spot in the chest. 
doesn't quite open it back up, but definitely the armor is visibly being beaten up here. Um, next cultist is the one boat to attack you, so we'll just do that quick to... Okay, so he on fire uh, literally runs up and full on comes right down on your shoulder uh, and does uh, does five damage right to you. And he literally, as he comes down, it's enough to make your knees, like actually bend your knees as this thing hits you as he pulls it back out. Minus. Getting close to that mark. <laughs> Richard, you are up. What are you doing? Uh, weapon's going to move to hit the one that's on fire. How close does that weapon have to be to you? Okay. Yeah. Heads. Four plus anything? Uh, three, right? Four plus three? I think so. Okay. One more. Well, even as plus one, that's all you're really looking for. Yeah. So that thing just swings right across, whizzes by the other cultist's head who dropped his weapon as he kind of ducks like this. And that spectral mace just buries into the side of that cultist's head. And just it the the blow just drops it right to the ground, like and it drops. What's what's her minus health at right now? Uh she has taken a little bit of damage. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you, want, you want to roll medical on it, try to see if you can figure it out? Yeah, sure. So you look over and you can you can see that she is visibly hurt, but she is she is not past the threshold of half health. Okay. Uh, then I will I will run in and mace him. Okay. Hit. And see. Six. Uh, six. Okay. Um, so literally, as, as you just command the spectral mace over there and it bashes this poor guy down, you run up and do a solid swing to this guy, and you hit him, like, like half, like, in the back of the shoulder, enough to kind of, like, lurch him forward like this, and you can visibly see his arm is has dropped to his side. Like, you, you have... You have, like, dead arm. Yay. Uh, next person up. Hal, you are up. All right. I'm going to take a mace swing at my guy that's on fire. Oh, my guy's dead. dead. No, I'm sorry. The My the disarmed, disarmed guy. guy. Disarmed dude. Yeah. So, guess what I have that you don't have? 17 no, okay, you plus hit. 4. No, no, you hit. <laughs> I could tell that was a hit already. That's D8. D8. 6. Okay. So, literally, like, he drops his weapon and he looks like ducks, sees that guy get bashed, and just looks up uh, with enough time to, like, just pull back as your mace comes right across his face and bashes him solid to the point of, like, he's looking back at you and you can see the lights are spinning. Um, Tal, God, you're up next. So, I need a clear shot. Uh, Hi, Dugan. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Uh, might not stop. 13. Hit. Not so much. <laughs> so one plus anything or just one? Just one. Just one. All right. Um, so 
you sit there and you, you run to the side right there, and in your most commanding voice, you scream out, I do him! And it kind of looks over at you, and this huge fireball goes out, and it, as it gets to him, it just dissipates down to this little pin prick, and it hits him, and he goes, Ow! <laughs> I mean, come on, that was a really big, that was a lot of buildup for like, Fah. I do get. I might hear up, man. Alright, since this guy's disarmed, I'm gonna move through here and attack this guy with the trident. The trident? Okay. I feel abandoned. Uh, you have a thicker sword you hit got to your four plus whatever. Uh, so, so you're doing your arm hit or so arm strike, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, nine plus six. So yeah, you hit. So 1d4. Pretty sure you two are both hit. Uh, it's a four plus three. No, eight, four plus eight total. So it's eight total? Yes. Yeah. Validate on that. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's eight total. Mm-hmm. All right, so you come in, and again, you're starting to think that maybe this trident wasn't the best idea in the world. I mean, yeah, it carved that guy out, but it doesn't seem to be doing too much now. You thrust forward, and he just takes his takes his uh, club and just knocks it right away. And again, like, you're just thinking to yourself, they're falling for this too much. You come right down, and you crack your fist right across his face. And literally, as your fist pulls across, you hit him so hard that it splits his entire side of his head right open as he falls right to the ground with the force that you pulled. Rip. Just, bam, drops into a pile of gore on the floor. Just blood and sinew coming straight out of his head. Well, that ends the turn. That's going to bring up to Gar over there. Um, He is going to turn around, and he's actually going to throw his dagger at L. I don't have any weapons, though. (laughs) Um, it actually is. Maybe throw his hands up in there. <laughs> that was actually surprising. I didn't actually expect that to work. All right, so what? So I kind of expected a D four. I'm assuming it's one D four then. Ooh. Uh, so, all right, that was pretty cool. So, uh, Gavin turns around and just whew, like like Tintin throws this dagger. At this, this poor cultist, and it sticks like right into his side, like just boom, and buries itself right up to the hills, right in the side of this cultist. The cultist now like winces down in pain and is grabbing at this thing, trying you know trying to figure out what the hell just hit him. Jewel, her, she's up. Whatever the hell her name is, her, um, and she, where was she here? Yeah, so she's going to move. Here and she is going to take her dagger out and thrust the same thing thrown over. After seeing Gavin do it, saying, "I can do that. He can do it. I can." And actually, she can. <laughs> and actually, she really can. So she, not being one upped by uh, by her whoever whoever he turns out to be to her, she whew, wings that dagger at, right at. Actually, more of a like a like that because it came from her sheath. Wings it right at him and just buries it right in the side of his skull, hmm. like like that Senior Deadpool. Yeah, like just whoop. Yep, and and he Only literally he doesn't have regeneration. Yeah, he he literally goes da, da, goes like da, da, this, da, da. trying to grab at it as he just falls down to the ground, <laughs> and that's it. He expires into a heap on the ground. 
Hey, how about that? Um, so Gavin looks around and goes, well, that was intense. Where are the other guys? That's exactly what I was thinking. Um, and as that thought happens, don't want to know. Uh, Gorhorn drops down through the grate with a, with a loud thud. And you see him, like, just stand up in his, in his just massive presence, like, taking up almost the entire room, it feels like, holding his massive battle axe in hand. Scaron goes, looks like I missed the fun! Most of it. There might be a little more up, uh, ahead. Not sure where your boys went, though. Looks around, you see him go, smells like cooked meat. Well, you want a snack? Maybe. Um, I don't think he's going to complain. <laughs> Who needs help? <laughs> I do. Healing station is open for service. <laughs> Alrighty. Uh, so, uh, Gorhorn looks and says, Look, we can't spend too much time here. My boys are already ahead. Uh, uh, hey, if you're willing to uh, go ahead, I'll run right beside you, Gorhorn. Yeah, I would follow behind him. Okay. Alrighty. Um, so you, you start running through this cavern, and as you're, as you're charging through, uh, do you want to cast anything as you're charging through these caverns? Trying to heal people who need healed. Okay. Uh, I would, when it looked like we were about to come to the next room or whatever, I would cast Blur on myself. Okay. I mean, uh, for a minute, enemies have disadvantage. Disadvantage on him, yeah. And that's, that's all I got. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So I do ask the other two if they need healing. Um, Giovanna says, I, I, I wouldn't be opposed to some help. Four. Genevieve, Giovanna, Giovanni, and I'm actually going to cast um, Armor Frost. And this is the right. Because I found it as Frost Armor. Is that the same thing? I think so. Five. Thank you, sir. That's all y'all get for now, because I only have two slots left. So it is an eight-hour duration. I'm healing bot. I have two um, slots left. I am kind of confused on one thing. Yeah. You have four mm-hmm. things listed here under uh, level two spells. Mm-hmm. I know what three of them are. One is called spin, and there is no spin in the book. Um, <laughs> and I don't... Yeah, I'm just very puzzled. Like, what is... Let me look that up. Because it... I don't think it's in the player's hand. No, it's not the player's handbook. It's in. Uh, it's a spin attack. It's a five E spell. It's a homebrew. From what I pulled up. Uh, Got yeah, pretty much what I'm using, I guess. I do. It's make one attack roll with a weapon against all creatures within range of the spell, Ooh. excluding yourself. On a hit. If I attack. had a melee weapon, that would be nice. <laughs> you don't have any. <laughs> if I had a melee stats, that would be nice. <laughs> Everything I have is maylock. All my spells are Maylock spells. I'm not a Maylock. <laughs> I have no. I have one strength. <laughs> I mean, you can tick somebody off with that at least. <laughs> so as you guys start pulling pulling towards you, uh, you actually see, you know, um, Gorhor, you know, combination of Gorhor's men and uh, and cultists all dying, you know, yeah, like like dead bodies as you start running forward. Um, and actually, as you were running forward, you see more of Gorhorn's men just coming out of the woodwork and coming down through that pipe and just rushing forward. So, as you get up to this uh, this next 
like uh, you see, it's it's almost like a cave. It's like a, a small cave entrance where you can funnel through. Mm-hmm. Um, as you as you start getting closer to that, you uh, you know, you're you're seeing more and more dead bodies, and you see Gorhorn, uh, you know, just 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 taking out cultists like left and right. Um, so, do you want to rush into the room? Do you want to hang out with Gorhorn? What do you want to do? Show what, Gorhorn? Like, like, like Gorhorn kill them all? Yeah. Okay. He's doing a good job of it. Mr. Uh, provide him with support. Okay. So as you're pushing through and you're pushing into this room, um, Gorhorn goes in first. And as you as you enter the room, um, here, I'll, I'll do this out. The, the tunnel opens into a vast canyon uh, with craggy walls. Cultists cling to the walls and mill about the open area. On a raised ground ahead of you, there is a makeshift altar. The sound of clanking metal echoes through the canyon. A form emerges from the darkness beyond the altar, a massive, hulking, hulking, winged creature carrying an enormous blade. My children, uh, censures, purrs, in a voice surprisingly light and sweet. Come, sit before me. We have visitors, and we should properly welcome them to our table. The cultists obediently form a ring around the side of the canyon, while two menacing humanoids in colorful robes step forward to greet you. Um, Gorhorn, you see Gorhorn walk up, and he's got his massive battle axe banging against his chest, and he uh, goes, Sinshira, I'm here for your head! And you see Sinshira just kind of perk up in a very soft voice, say, We don't need to fight. We can work together. Uh, Gorhorn. You see him just rat, you know, reel his head back again and just, There's no working together. This place is mine and I'll take it from you. Do you guys want to say? Um, I already have Blur Cast on me right before. Cause I yeah. Said, oh, all right. And last uh, for, how long was that last how, one? One minute. All right. Yeah, my thing's all right. And then uh, how far away is she? Um, So 120 feet or less. Or can I get within 120 feet within uh, one she, movement? Yeah, so where you're looking at... Oh, I'll do this. Did I have any visions where I can know what I can catch a second to? Uh, negative Ghost Rider. That might be real useless here in a second. <laughs> um, so this place is kind of widened out like this. And in the center, we're just going to use this. There's that makeshift altar. And you see Sinshira standing here with her giant blade in hand and her wings massive and grown. Um, we're going to use this to signify Gorhorn and his crew. Yeah. We're going to use. And Sinshira, like, literally looks, uh, you know, she's larger than Gorhorn, but still, compared in size, still fairly, you know. Still comparable to his size, but still larger. Um, and two lieutenants that she same size caddy, yeah, have, have stepped forward in front of Gorhorn, and you see several of Gorhorn's men, you know, rushing in behind Gorhorn. You see them all standing there, and Sinshira looks looks over at you and said, and she says, "I can see that you all still suffer from the sickness. I can relieve that from you. All you need." And she says it in a very soft and sweet voice, almost melodic. Uh, so remembering the scroll that was in my pack, I just 
<laughs> I was about to say, I don't want to, if she's at 120 feet, I'd open. That's the range of it. <laughs> okay. So you're just, you're just talking, talks cheap. You're, you're just full on attacking. Right? Yep. Cause Pull out my phone I, I, I'm trusting that at least, I'm, I'm trusting our past selves have not accepted something retarded. And if we agree to kill this person, they need to be killed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Join with her. <laughs> I, okay. I equip my uh, crossbow because that's where I'm at now. All right. So let's do some let's do some initiative rolls here. Equipping uh, like, oh, a crossbow yeah, sounds sure. good. Oh. Four. Sixteen total. Six total. Oh, so I am last. Jesus. Oh, I got this, guys. 19 at. 19? Yeah. Why is this up here? That's not weighted. Because it was close to 20 and go back to 2. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so this fight, we're going to streamline a little bit because we have so many players in the game. Yeah. So we're really going to focus on your guys' attacks. Yeah, making like groups for the exactly, yeah. So, so like, there's other cultists there. There's uh, Gorhorn's Den. There's Gorhorn. There's Sinshira. Uh, yeah. So we're just going to kind of play this out a little bit differently, just for the sake of speed. Okay, okay. speed in time. We are short. Alrighty. So you initiate battle, Richard. You are actually up first. What would you like to do? Crossbow. Okay. One of the lieutenants. I want lieutenants. All right. Let me. Uh, What's my uh, attack for that? The crossbow. Let me find out for you. We're probably gonna be a plus. <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping for anything at this point. Plus two. Seventeen. Um, and you're attacking one of the lieutenants. You hit. Yep. What's the die roll? Uh, it's gonna be one d eight. That's a d ten. I always do that. Eight. Eight. Nice solid hit. Okay. Uh, any particular one? Left, right? I moved over here, so this one. So blue. So we're making left. Okay, so as you walk in, as you, you know, you see him powering up and getting ready to Hiduke him, you lunge forward, pull out your crossbow, launch, and you see this crossbow as it flies through the air, true, hits this cultist lieutenant right in the shoulder. Part of its bone armor that it has on its shoulder shatters off. And actually just crumbles to the ground from the force of this hit. And the cultist like reels back and then just like lurches forward and just you can see the anger in this cultist's eyes. Uh so that's Gavin's up next. Um all the daggers we have. Probably not. He actually pulls out his crossbow, which he's been hiding this whole time. Uh, I don't ask where. He's got a really large prison wallet. So he uh, he actually takes takes aim right at that cultist that you aimed at, and uh, pretty much just whizzes right by him. Like the bolt doesn't even get anywhere close. Useless Gavin, like always. Yeah, uh, Julani takes another hit or takes a shot. Yeah, yeah, her, <laughs> the girl. Um, she actually runs forward. So where she is here? Where is she? We've been taking damage. She's actually going to run forward behind this guy right here, pulling out her crossbow. And even though she's behind Gorhorn, she doesn't really care. So she's going to take the shot at disadvantage. At uh, don't hit Gorhorn. 
Please don't hit Gorham. Um, at that like same cultist. No, make them mad. Actually, she does really good. So, so she she as she pulls out her crossbow or her hand crossbow, she just <laughs> runs forward, pulling it from from her side, gives a swat, boink, launches this crossbow bolt straight through, and somehow. This thing, like, does a zigzag, bounce, ricochet <laughs> off of everything and smokes that lieutenant square, like, like full-on solid. Um, six. Um, so the bolt, uh, just, just it, it, you can see it's stuck, you know, this small hand crossbow bolt sticks right into the upper flesh right here, right into this bone armor. And you can actually hear the crunch as it starts to push past this... this Shroud of bone armor that he's wearing. Um, next one up is uh, Centura, and their guys are going to attack some of the Warhorn's men. Centura, okay. Centura is actually going to attack Gorhorn. What's her attack range? Got a blade, so I'm going to charge down. Um, she funny. she moves forward. Uh, just put her forward like three squares. Uh, she's still yeah, right there. Okay, um, so you see her, like, swipe with the sword. Uh, so you see her swipe down with the sword and just give a solid hit right to Gorhorn and actually kind of sway him to the side. And you see him just stomp down with one of his massive hooves and just give a snort as he reels up and pulls up his uh, uh, battle axe. Uh, Mike, you're next. Uh, I'm just gonna move right around here and throw a dart at some shot. Okay. That's a nine on the dice. Uh, plus six. Okay. Uh, you hit. That is a 1d4. That's a four. Four plus four. Got lucky damage. Alright, um, so you launch this dart at this gargantuan target that is in Shira, uh, and it, it sticks right into her abdomen, and you see her kind of, like, reel back and just swing and slash the dart right out of her. That's good. Okay. Um, Hal, you're up. Alright. It's my movement back in. My speed's 40. 30. 30. So I'm going to move up to here. Okay. And I'm actually going to cast my Armor of Frost on Gorhorn. Armor of Frost, okay. So I just had that little guy. Um, self. I'm sorry, it is self. Okay. Disregard. Disregard. Right. Disregard. Um, yeah, I'm going to put it on myself then. Okay. Well, I think it's just, it's, it is it's there. there. Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's just there. Okay, I didn't. For it. No, it's okay. It's I thought fine. I had to roll to, for the nope, successful cast. No, 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 cast. so you just, no, okay. no, you just so like, I got it. ran up and you, woo. Um, and does that do something for your AC, or is that just... Yeah, it's uh, fire? plus one AC for four turns, and anybody that hits me melee takes 1d4 cold and has a 10 reduction okay. in uh, okay. movement. Remember that. So your AC is now 21 total yeah. uh, for four turns. Okay. Um, Gorhorn uh, lunges forward to engage, so actually pushes forward to engage with Sinshira, and he... Swings his massive uh, battle axe. Oh man! Okay, so one twelve. There it is. 
Um, so, uh, Gorhorn runs up and just cleaves down with this great axe and buries it right in the Centura's chest. Um, and I mean, it, it's, you hear the sound of this hit and, the, and the, the, the peeling away of flesh and bone as this thing strikes so hard. It's almost as, like, you almost feel the, the ground vibrating around you from how hard this thing just hit her. And she reels back and just lets out a streak of pain as he pulls this axe out, taking with it a spray of blood and sinew. He hit her very hard. Um, and his men engage the lieutenants. One of them drops their weapon, and the other one misses. Uh, and we'll just say that the rest of them are just engaging up with those lieutenants. So if you can move those guys forward a bit. And they're just engaging with Sinchira, as she takes this massive hit from her, and those guys rush forward, she uh, she makes this um, it's not going to affect any of you, she makes this sweep with her sword, and literally just creates this blast of wind that just, like, thrusts everybody. Uh, so, let's do so both Gorhorn and his men are pushed back from this massive blast of wind that just, she, you know, she's sitting there and after she takes this hit, she just takes her sword and she swings it with such force that this gush of wind just blows them back. And you guys, like, you feel this wind hit you, but it's not enough to push you. But Gorhorn, it literally pushes back. That's how hard it hit. Um... And both and Gorhorn and his men are all now laying prone on their backs. That's how hard this thing just swept back, and it just like fell right backwards and got hit. All right, um, back up to the top of the round. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa! I never went. Oh, yeah, you sure. know one. I was literally roll? like the first one to be like, I want to. Which one did you roll? I wore, I rolled a sixteen. Oops. <laughs> all right, like, so. We're, we're just gonna we're just gonna slide God right in there, <laughs> and we're gonna say that you kind of fell asleep a little bit, and all of a sudden woke up after that big wind blast. Like, oh shit, I'm supposed to do something. Okay, Adokin, Sinchira. <laughs> all right, now. <laughs> no. <laughs> After all that. So nothing had you Pretty much. I mean... <laughs> so, back to the top? Yeah. yeah, back to the top. We can just say I missed earlier, too. It's fine. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. So, it's worked out that way. Me? What are you doing? Uh, I'm casting Spiritual Weapon. Uh, Morningstar. Okay. I don't know that. I just wear my thumb ahead. It's going to attack the... All right, that's same left lieutenant. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to shoot an arrow at it instead. <sighs> Okay. <laughs> There's a 15. Plus 2, 17. Okay, so you hit. And. 7. 7 total? Yep. So it was 1d8? Yep. Okay. So you lay off a volley for a uh, shot at this one. And again, I mean, this, this thing is just covered in, in bone armor, and every single hit just chips away more of this armor. And you can see that it's. The, the hits aren't necessarily making into the flesh, but they're definitely, like, leaving internal bruising and hurt. And, and hurt. Um, 
All right. Uh, who's next? Actually, that would be God. God is, uh, is totally awake for this round. He does not know me. So, what are you doing, good sir? So, what, 10 rounds you said at last? Yes. So you're- I'm going to scooch a little closer. I'm assuming that's supposed to be me. So. You're the green one. Oh, whoops, well, yeah. You, okay, you, so you're not one. <laughs> yeah, you're, well, you know, you're, uh, that's why you're, you know, you're being controlled by Sun Shiro. That's why you skipped that last one. Uh, yeah. Same thing. I do okay? Yeah. Uh, 23. <laughs> yeah, that hits. <laughs> yeah, that hits. 10 damage. Hey. She laughs at you. I should hope not. I mean, at least be a little bit of so. Uh, you said 10? Yep. Um, so this uh, this this blast uh, just you know, it, it hits since you're a square of light right in the chest, and you can see some of the uh, you know some of the hair that is just around this character this creature is just starting to singe off from the blast. Um, she reels back and she says, uh, and she, as she leans forward, she says, "You'll never get out of here without me. I'm the only one who can get us out." Why are you still here, you liar? <laughs> and she she looks over and she says, "Because I'm still gaining my power, so we can escape." Uh, bye, Felicia. <laughs> I just noticed right. uh, it says important trinkets in the inventory. You ask now? Like, yeah, I just now <laughs> I'm just not realize it. <laughs> Okay, so you really want to have the memory flash this second, like right in the middle of battle. You're gonna stop and freeze for this whole time. Yes, it's probably gonna help us in yes. the long run. I mean, he's liable to heal. I'm, li- I'm liable to get. I'm, I'm liable to get cantrips, which are more powerful than me shooting a bolt at people. I mean, you just hit her for ten. He's probably gonna heal her for twenty-seven. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so I felt, the, I felt an itch in the back or wherever that I just touch it. Um, so as you as you pull this as you feel this trinket in your pocket and you, you pull it out, um, you literally get brought right back to your your youth and you're you're standing in your hand at around you you're surrounded by vampires. You can see that they're feral and they're just literally tearing everybody apart. Everybody that you know. Um, you turn around and you see a, a man standing, or another dwarf male standing there. And you see him, and you instantly know that this person is your friend, this person you know, this person you care about. Um, and as you turn around, you barely get a second to like even react to what's about to happen as three ferals jump on him and literally start tearing him apart. And the last thing that you remember... As you're as you're gazing around at the entire village burning around, because you just remember him holding his hand up, pointing towards you, and you could see his mouth muttering words before you completely fall and lose consciousness and you fall to the ground. The next memory that you have from that is you waking up in literally the smoldering ash of a mountain village, and you standing there completely unharmed, got a scratch on you. You remember seeing what's left of your of, of the person that you once knew, the mentor that you had. And you see that he has this trinket hanging around his neck, or well, what's left of his neck. You take this trinket off, and you remember vowing that you would never let this happen to anybody ever again. And as you flash out, um, you have a full you have a full understanding of exactly what you're capable of. Physically and mentally. Try to do this down or something, really, I would imagine. I don't know, so it doesn't tell me what a class I am, though, so that doesn't help. 
Alrighty, so while he's over here having a seizure. Yeah, seizure thing. Um, where were we? So, who just went? Richard? No, I'm not uh, yet. That was my seizure action. Okay. So, well... No, I think I had just actually hit her. Okay. And then... I mean, she said that then, and then he was like, yeah, seizure now, time, time to... Okay. Um, so, Gavin is going to run up, and she is going to... Uh, crap, I'm the only person that didn't actually find out about their, their abilities. I don't know my what what class I am, even. I'm just piecing together based off my knowledge of the game. Um, so, Gavin, you know, uh, runs up and makes his angle the best he can. And he looks over at that cultist and he just... He just does anything that he can. He just aims his hand out, and he just concentrates. And as he does, you see his hand envelop in a light, and then this bolt just launch from his hand and strike uh, at said what's-his-face. That's why I'm going to ask a question. How the hell does magic missile work, other than I know it strikes somebody and hurts them? Alright, so this is Galvin doing that? Yeah. Okay, so in 5e, I'm pretty sure it's three magic missiles. Yep. Um, but they automatically hit and each do one d four plus one damage. Okay. So he literally you can is, target the same creature or three. And, he is okay. literally just focusing straight on, and he's, this light emits from his hand, and you just see these three bolts just come out and just strike down at this creature. So as he, you know, as Gavin just. Tries anything because he's sitting there going, "All oh, that guy's a freaking dagger." So I gotta have something here. So he just concentrates on trying to hurt that thing, and as he does, he watches this magic missiles at him, and these three come down and strike this thing hard, and you see bits of bone armor and some pieces of flesh just peel right off of this, and he just kind of gives up this oof as this as these things just strike him and he absorbs all of that energy. Um. She's up next. Where is she? Oh, she's right behind there. So she's going to run forward and use her crossbow again. The crossbow that she's been hiding. And completely misses Cinchura. Does not strike. And Adam whizzes right by her. Uh, The next one up is Cinchura and her lieutenants. So the lieutenant there is going to... Alright, hang on here. So he, that lieutenant is going to, out uh, of the, the blue one, the one that's been getting the crap kicked out of it, he's going to rush up on Mike. He's going to make an attack. Her name is Sydney. Um, and hits. Does eight damage to you. Ouch. Um, Put you below, below ten, right? Yeah. Uh, minus twelve. No. And also, as a bonus attack, it kicks a stone that it, that it has near it at you. That it misses though completely. So literally, it it has this big meat cleaver looking thing in its hands, and it swings down, and it grazes right across your chest, op- opening you up slightly. And then as you kind of lunge back, it kicks forward and kicks a stone that whizzes right past you. Um, Sinshira is. Uh, you see Shinshura try to move forward, and everybody give me a quick perception roll. Ouch. 16 total? 6. 16 total. 
24 total. Okay. Uh, everybody but you. Yeah. Um, 22, sorry. Doesn't matter if you're above 15. Uh, what'd you get? 16. Yeah. If you're above 15, you're fine. So that's pretty sure, I'm pretty sure you're above 15. So all of you, Ashton Shira tries to kind of lurch forward a bit. You notice the sound, that metal clanging that you heard as you entered. Um, is actually this giant chain that's attached around Sinshira's right leg. And you see as she tries to push forward, the chain is actually holding her back and not letting her forward. So, as, you know, as she realizes this, she looks down and you see her just pull the sword together right in front of her and you see this sword start to glow as she launches this ray of just pure fire and heat at Gorhorn uh, um, or whatever the hell's name is. Gorhorn. Yeah, Gorhorn. What that think that is. All right. Um, this this huge just just pillar of heat, probably about as big as your uh, your arm, just comes out of the sword and blasts straight past Gorhorn, completely missing him. But as it hits the the the, the, the partial wall and back, you see it leaving this huge scorch mark in the wall, as if like just just to burn the rock and almost start melting it. Um, Sinshira's other lieutenant uh, actually picks up a bone and chucks it at number five you over there. And your AC is like 21 now? 21. Yeah, so the bone literally just like bounces off of you and you're just like really like... Is that the one that got disarmed? Or was uh, it one of... No, no that was one of Gorhorn's man. That's what I thought. Okay. Um, so literally, just just picks up the phone, chucks it at you, not wanting to leave uh, Sinshira inside, and it just boink, bounces right off you. Uh, Mike, you are up next. Alright, so I'm going to just take my short sword out. Uh, the lieutenant right there? Yeah. Uh, are you going to move forward, or are you staying right there? No, the dude right in front. Oh, whoops, I'm sorry, I thought you were the yeah, other the one, one that came yep. up to him. Gotcha, gotcha, I'm tracking the lieutenant, gotcha. Yeah, I'm so tracking that's a 16 total. That's a hit? That's with your short sword, you said? Yeah. It's a two plus four, so six. Okay. Follow that up with a unarmed strike. Natural one. Okay. Uh, roll that again for me. Uh, ten. Okay. Uh, so you you come forward and you you t- you pulling out your sword sword. You swipe in and you, you hit it right across the side here, and as it just kind of deflects the blow, bits of chunks of its armor just start reeling off from the side from this bone armor that it's got. Um, you you know, you then go, well, I worked on all those other cultists. Let me try this. You pull that arm back and you come down with all that power that you have, and you completely whiff right past them, and you're now literally sitting there like this, going. Oops. So, using that momentum, I'm going to carry it through and spend the key point and do a flurry of blows. Okay, so you're getting two more arm strikes from that. That's going to be a natural 20. Okay, so we're going to hold on to that one for a second. Go ahead and do your second. And an 8 plus 6, 14. Okay, so both of those hit, so you're going to roll your damage dice three times, and we're going to add two plus four, unless I'm doing it wrong. What's wrong? So the offhand attack is a bonus action. No. blows is Okay. So you can either do one or you can do two. Okay. So we'll just negate all of that then. We'll just say that you missed on that first one. Um, now we are going to leave yourself because you don't have the natural one on that. We're going to leave you at disadvantage to this next hit that comes against you. Or sorry, he's going to have advantage yeah. on the next hit that comes against you. Sorry, I thought that wrong. Um, Hal, you are up. All right. Um, 
I'm going to move in on the lieutenant over there. Okay. And we're going to take a uh, morning star swipe. Do it. Nine. That's uh, it's going to be nine, nine plus four? No, it's five plus four. So oh, sorry, sorry. So you got a total of nine. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so you, you, yeah, you miss, miss completely. Yeah. But you swing and, and wolf it right past them. Um, Gorehorn's up. So Gorehorn is now actually completely prone. Uh, he, he stands up with his move action and, uh, uses the rest of his move action to, to push in and really engage with Sanshira. So if you move Gorehorn up. I think you can do a charge if it's still within um, the, uh, actually time. yeah, is he within ten feet? Yeah. Yeah, so he's gonna he's gonna rip off that charge. Is he gonna use his horns? <laughs> um Well it's, it says hits with a gore attack, so I'm assuming that means horns. horns. Yeah. <laughs> um, now we see something fun. Ah, <laughs> horny bolt. Horns. If it's like uh, most other things, gore probably does double damage. So it's probably not. Okay, so you uh, Gorhorn literally like leaps to his feet, gives out this this shrill sound of a of a growl, half scream as he charges forward. As you know, he stops his feet and he charges straight forward, battle axe right down to the side, and he digs right in and comes right up underneath, right in the you know the lower rib cage, and pulls right up on Shinshira. Um, there it is. Um, so literally comes up and pulls up and literally rocks up underneath Shinshira and lifts her off her feet before he finally lifts down and pulls to the side. Uh, Shinshira again with this massive just strike takes her blade and swings as hard as she can. Um, I need you to do a roll, uh, save roll. 16. Okay. Okay. So this, you, you literally feel this blast of air hit you and you bear down as this, as this wind is coming straight at you. And you see Gorehorn still down in a squatted position after Goring Sinshira still down in a kneeled position and takes this blast that just walks right past in the air. Just envelops and almost echoes through this canyon. So, um, okay. So Goron was up. Uh, I did make you go this time, right? Like, like you went that turn. I didn't miss you this time, did I? Pretty sure I went. Yeah, you the start of it. I hit her with the okay, first time. Just making sure I didn't miss you this time. No. Um. So Richard, you're up. Uh, Mace is going to do attack. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Yeah, you went. Didn't he go right after me last time? No, no, he goes right before you. I go before oh, you. Oh, for Okay, all right. So Mace is going to attack. Ah, uh, Shinshiro. Okay, where are you? My, no, the, the, the flying. Oh, the thing. flying mace. Gotcha. Go, go ahead. Hey, Swing and miss. That's a really great mace this time around. I know, so. I know. Uh, I'm going to bolt her. Was that a 20 that you rolled or an 8 or 10 that you just rolled for that? A 1. No, no, no. For, for, what what guy's 20? Oh, it was a 20. Yeah. It was really small for a 20. Uh, I'm going to try that. Crossbow her. There's a hit. That's not right. plus whatever. Um, you solid hit that. And then D8. Five. Okay. Crossbow. I don't have any damaging spells that I know of. Okay. So, uh, you now, like, what, what I am. <laughs> so, since is like, literally, you 
you you can visibly see that Sinshira is now like just bloody and hurting. Uh, the, the big gaping wound from where Gorhorn shoved his axe into her chest is just now bleeding profusely. And you can see that she is visibly just staggering. And she says one more time, you know, she holds her hand out, You're, you'll be trapped here forever. I look at her and I say, give me my memory back and I'll stop. And she says, deal. Um, I said, I stop. I didn't say yell. <laughs> uh, she, she closes her eyes for just a brief moment. And then... Uh, then literally you feel this this almost rush of warmth around you and, and energy as everything hits you and you just remember everything. God, you are up. Alright. Yeah, I'm gonna still keep hitting her. I assume really? honestly that they're both evil, but <laughs> Okay. I figure we came here to kill this king. Okay. Alright. Hey, or try anyway. Uh twenty two? Yeah, that hits. Five? Five? Straight five? Yeah. Um, so this, uh, you you launch this blast at her, and as you sit there, you kind of reel up, and you focus right on her, and this blast comes out of your hands that just, it, it was as spectacular as the one before that just fizzled out, but as it hits, it doesn't fizzle. It strikes her square in the chest. And you see her reel back and almost gasp at just just the sheer force that just hit her. Uh, Gavin's up next. Where is he? Which one is he? Uh, he's the white one. Okay, so he is going to aim and fire at Shinshira. He's going to miss horribly. And uh, he's going to pretend that that never happened. So, uh, Govana, wherever she is, she's right there. She's going to launch, uh, but she does not have a clear shot. So she's going to take disadvantage on this shot. She does not hit. Anybody doesn't hit anybody else either. Um, the next person up is going to be Sinshira and her lieutenants. So the lieutenant is one going to attack Mike. Uh, your AC is 16. Yeah. So hits with a cleaver. The 7 damage to you. What is your well, damage at? Minus 19. So you're, you're stuck down to 19. You are, you are starting. You are definitely feeling hurt. You are, you are, you are definitely feeling like you are not going to be able to take another one. Um, the other lieutenant aims at you since it's standing right next to you. Oh my! Uh, uh, hits you for sixteen. So what are you at for Oof. minus uh, four? Sorry, what? Four. No, so so plus sixteen. So you're a negative four. So plus add sixteen to that. So you're uh, negative twenty or no negative twenty, right? Twenty, 20 below max. <laughs> Whatever his max is. So. Yep. so he pings and he takes one d four. Uh, well, for what? From my uh, frost armor. Oh yeah, good point. Okay, smack. Good call for yeah. that. Okay. Um, next person up, Mike. You are up. Uh, feeling my life is in danger, I'm gonna disengage as my action. Mm-hmm. Um, back up as far as I can. Okay. Uh, uh, next person up is Hal. You're up. Um, <clears throat> I'm gonna try to command that lieutenant to flee. Okay. Pull right in front of you. Yeah. Okay. 
I don't care. Okay. Uh, <laughs> draw. Ten. Okay. Um, I'm assuming I gotta do a wisdom check. For willpower? Yeah, I guess that would be. Um, <laughs> would that be. Well, it rolled 17. Or, we rolled oh. 17, so whatever it is, that's higher than what it is. So you, yeah, say, you, you say flea, and he just. That was the agreement. Brushes off at you. You're just healing the. Uh, oh, um, shit. I might just heal so, her. So, Gorehorn. Well, hold on, that was my action. I still Okay, we know she's going. So, I'm going we just to. Agreed. I don't. Yeah, I'm, so you're, you're I'm provoking an attack of opportunity from the lieutenant. Try to piece together. Uh, he does not hit you. Cool. Okay. So Gorhorn, looking, uh, sees that some shear is. He's barely hanging on by a thread. And he strikes down with his battle axe. Um, and he actually has the ability to take advantage of his rolls. So he strikes. Does he actually hit her? I just hope he doesn't turn on I'm staggered after uh, that blow. Okay, um, so you see Gorhorn just takes his axe and he swings it, screaming just just this growl as he severs Sinshira's head right from her shoulders. Sinshira's head rolls across the ground um, and her body just crumples down and just drops to its knees and then falls to the side. Uh, the cultists that were in the room with you, all of all them gasp, including lieutenants, and they just scatter. They just run as fast as they can. Um, as as Sinshira's body is sitting there, rolling down, you see Gorhorn just pick his axe up and just pump and scream as he's, as he's triumphant. And as he's doing that, you see the metal chains that bound around Sinshira's ankle start to glow. And the world around you starts to shake violently. Um, everything around you, the rocks start to fall, and you're dastardly dodging around these things that are trying to fall from you. The only instinct you have is to try to run out of this cave so you run back the way you were coming from. And as you're going, you see the, you, you literally just see rocks falling down, exposing a vast emptiness behind them. Like there's literally nothing. There's literally nothingness behind it. And as you start running, you keep charging past, and you see you see Gorhorn's men falling off into the void and just disappearing. And this void just slow just slowly, quickly creeps in around you as you're just trying as you're just getting to the part where or just getting to the area where the grates were. And in an instant, everything goes black. And you're all sitting you're all sitting in a void, just vaguely drifting through. And in a rush, a sound of rushing water, and the solid hit of ground. As I was you, about to say, we were floating, I probably would have just took a pose and go up. There's your character. There's yours. Um, there's the rest of yours. You literally, every piece of your memory comes rushing back as you open your eyes and realize that you're now in a field just surrounded by High yep. hay, and you can see trees out in the distance. That's right. Um, you you almost it almost feels like you've awoken from a dream, but you know that everything was real. Because looking down at your body, you can see the the wounds, and you can see the, the hits from everything that just happened to you. And that concludes the adventure. <laughs> I'm really okay, I'm glad that you got that character because I was really hoping that somebody with some knowledge was going to get that character. 
Uh, you can keep I, it. If, 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 if I had known that I had that pack right there, I would have been doing ridiculous stuff. <laughs> I'm like, why am I a Maylock when I don't have any strength? Hey, guys, it's like just a straight up healer. <laughs> there is nothing around that. Straight up healer. So, thank you guys for sticking with me. I know that was a bit rough. It was my first attempt at DMing this. I will get better, by the way. Uh, next session, if you all decide to come back, is going to be session zero. Session zero is where we're actually going to build all of our characters and get started off on the next campaign, which is going to be the Saltwater Marsh, Curse of the Saltwater Marsh, or something like that. It's going to be another book campaign, but we're going to build our own characters. There's also going to be a lot of focus on nautical and seafaring stuff for this one. Uh-oh. So. So keep that in mind. Uh, I hope you all enjoyed it. I had fun. It was a bit rough for me. I screwed up a few times. Pretty sure y'all realized that when I said, hey, I screwed up. But uh, I had fun. That concludes the one night of mystery. Our heroes were able to defeat Sinshira and escape from the prison realm of Ord Manthor. This adventure was written by C.J. Oliver and is one of his five adventures in this book. Join us next time for the beginning of our new campaign, The Ghosts of Saltmarsh. Thanks for listening, and as always, keep playing!